Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Welcome to this week on the Family Brand Podcast. I was just telling Chris, I went back and looked, I'm like, we've only done one episode together, Chris and I, of the last six. So I'm like, no wonder why it feels like it's been a little while. I got the boot. No. She found some better guests. <laughs> so yeah, I just got back from the pool, the local pool where we've been spending our afternoons with the kids. So that's been fun, just having a good, chill summer. And being that this is the week of 4th of July, I always find it interesting when the 4th of July falls on like a Tuesday or Wednesday. It's like, do you celebrate it the weekend before? Do you kind of just turn it into an entire week from weekend to weekend? So we just got back actually this morning from a little small town in Arizona that we go to every year for the 4th of July that we love, Round Valley, also known as Springerville Eager. Uh, That's where I was born. We saw some amazing friends who live there who allow us to come and stay. Which I want to interject. I know we have an international audience. So the 4th of July, also known as Independence Day in the United States, is a day that the United States celebrates their independence or their their declaration of independence and we'll get into more of that but just as a preface great yeah great catch so i've been thinking a lot about freedom and i've been thinking about the different aspects of freedom and while i'm certainly grateful for the freedom that i have of being able to live in a free country right like the united states of america and for the men and women who have sacrificed so that we could have that freedom it also had me thinking a lot about another type of freedom. And it's the freedom that's found within, you know, because it's interesting, you can live in a free country and yet not feel free just with your own, you know, your own mind and your own thoughts. And, you know, I've read amazing stories about people who weren't like physically free. They were in prison or in bondage and, and yet in their mind, they, they had this sense of freedom and, you know, kind of reminds me of Victor Frankl. If you haven't read his book, Man's Search for Meaning, it's incredible. And he, spent a couple of years in a concentration camp and his wife was killed, his mother and father were killed and just in horrific conditions. And that book talks about how in spite of all that, he was able to still somewhat be free in just his attitude and his mindset. And one of my favorite quotes from that book is, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms the ability to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, the ability to choose one's way. And so I just thought about that idea of like the freedom from within, because I think we all have the desire to be free, to like to live free. And I fear that that so many people, and myself included at one time, we can spend so much of our lives though, living in the pain of our past and the regret of our past or the fear and the worry of our future, that we have very little time left over to live free in the one place life's actually happening, which is here in the present. And it's the only place I've ever found freedom. I've never found freedom in my past. I've never found freedom in the future. And it's because I think life isn't happening there. So the only place to live free is the place where life's actually happening. And that's just been on my mind a lot about, you know, 
Yeah, what does it look like to live free today and to declare our freedom? It reminds me, so at church on the first Sunday, they it's open mic, basically, is what I might call it. And it really is open to anyone that wants to get up and share a message or a testimony of of Jesus. And so Chris got up this Sunday, this past Sunday, and he was speaking some of these same things. And I was sitting there. I actually wanted to get up. I felt like there's something that I wanted to say. But I never get up because I just start overthinking it all the time. I'm like, well, I don't like want to get up or, you know, all these reasons why. Mostly it probably just all boils down to any some insecurities that I have about getting up and speaking in front of a large group of people live. But as Chris was speaking, I realized, you know what, I'm kind of putting myself in my own little box here. I'm like giving up freedom. Like if I were to ask myself, do I want to get up and share a message? Yes. But instead, I'm just staying in my seat here because of all these insecurities or things that are coming up like in my head that that are holding me back. And I realized I'm creating my this own little prison for myself of the things that mm-hmm. I think that I can do or that I'm capable of. And so after he said that, I was like, no, I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to live like that, you know, where you, you stay in that little box. Anyway, so that really struck me and I appreciated that. And it caused me to make a change um, and do something that I might not have. You heard it here first. Well, I have inspired Melissa. He has inspired me. <laughs> we were quite the one-two combo. We were the power couple, if I do say so myself. But I loved what you had to share. <laughs> And I think it's so easy though, we, and I don't think we think about it that a lot, but it's like, yeah, you really can imprison, you can imprison yourself. You can be in your own prison of your own making through your thoughts and your fears and your concerns and your doubts. And you can spend a lot of time living there when there's this freedom that's actually found and this beautiful freedom of living now. And I also thought it was interesting, you know, as Melissa said, there's a lot of, there's a lot of names for this holiday in America. We call it the 4th of July. We call it Independence Day. America's birthday. And I and I love all of that. And I love the idea of independence and freedom. And for me, just because I love the idea of, you know, language so much with what I do in my consulting company and everything we do in our consulting companies about leadership and language, I love to think of it actually as declaration day. And the thought that I had as well this week is oftentimes, or at least every time that I could think of as it relates to freedom for others or our country or my life, this idea that freedom is often declared before it is achieved. And that's exactly what happened with the United States of America. It was some courageous men and women, they declared their freedom with language. And they like wrote the words and they declared it, like the declaration of independence. They declared independence and then they lived into it. So it's kind of like they declared it, they acted it, I acted on it, and then they became free. So it's like declare, act, be. And so I had this thought of, well, man, the power, we can just do that in our lives. And so it's like, you know, are you willing to declare your freedom? Are you willing to declare your freedom from the pain and the regret and the shame of your past? Are you willing to declare your freedom from the fear and the worry and the uncertainty of your future? Are you willing to declare your freedom from the expectations and, you know, the opinions of others to like really live free? And Something I would offer is that just you're not your past. Your past doesn't define who you are. Like 
your past can either define who you are or it can shape who you are. And allowing it to shape who you are can be really powerful because if it's shaping who you are, then you're drawing lessons from it and courage and hope and inspiration. And because of my past, I'm going to use that to serve others. But if I'm defined by my past, it can feel really limiting. And if I could just offer some hope around this, like what if your past isn't who you are? What if your past is just something that happened? And another thought that's been really encouraging to me is that if you look up the definition of the word past in the dictionary, it actually translates that the definition is no longer existing. And so it literally doesn't exist. So why allow it to control us? And then the future doesn't exist either. Like the future is yet to be created. And so in fact, the most powerful thing we can do to overcome our past and the most powerful thing we can do to create our future is to live today. And sometimes that takes some real courage. It takes some courage sometimes to confront your past so that you can move beyond it and to confront the fears that you have about the future. But I mean, man, I, I just want to see people live free. I just, cause like, it's not just the physical freedom. It's the feeling of freedom for me more than anything. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm free from my own judgments. I'm free from the judgments of others. I'm free from other people's expectations. I'm free from worry. I'm just free to be me and I'm free to live. And I just think that's such a beautiful feeling and it's a beautiful way to approach life. And it's something I'm really striving to live every day. And in my own declarations and my own affirmations of, you know, telling myself like I am unlimited freedom. I really like how you brought this kind of a different take on freedom to the conversation this week. Because I feel like when I think about <clears throat> July 4th, it's always with the same kind of view of freedom with the same kind of ideas. But this is a totally different spin on it that I really appreciate. And I don't, thank you. And I don't know if this is what the founding fathers had in mind and these courageous men and women because they wanted physical freedom. But I also think that this idea of the freedom I'm talking about was what drove them to do a lot of this because they were like, we're not free to be who we want to be. We are not free to worship, to live our lives like according to the dictates of our own conscious. Like, so yes, we want physical freedom, but we also want, you know, the ability to just be who we want to be, to live the life we really want to live. And I think we all have that opportunity. It's just, we've either been imprisoned by the opinions or shoulds or supposed tos or expectations of others, or we've been imprisoned by our own fears and doubts. And kind of like that experience you had at church of like, I'm just imprisoning myself, but this is something I want to do. So I'm just going to stand up and do it. You, but you declared it almost in your own mind first. Like you declared like with words, it was in your mind, but you declared I'm going to do this. And then you acted on it and you were free and got up and shared something really beautiful that made a difference for people. Cause I heard people telling you that after. And I think maybe the first step was a realization that it was happening. Cause I think sometimes we just can not even realize that it, that it's happening by realizing, Oh, I'm, I'm holding myself back right now. And then acting on it from there. Well, because what's interesting is, in that moment, who had imprisoned you? Just me. That's what's so interesting. I think we do that to ourselves all the time. No one's actually, in most of the circumstances, telling you you can't or you're not allowed to. I mean, they might be telling you, you shouldn't. But when I went on a mission for my church, my mission president, he was really amazing. He was the kind of the leader and the mentor of, of our mission. And he all the time had this quote said, we place limits on ourselves that God hasn't. And it's like, yeah, they're self-inflicted. And so I guess my encouragement and my challenge to you would be, to just declare your freedom, declare freedom from your past, to declare freedom from your future and just choose to live free and live here now, today where life's happening. 
It reminds me, I haven't read it for a long time, so I can't speak in depth about it, but there's a book called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer, and it talks a lot about this idea in greater depth. So if you're liking this, that would be a good place to go a little deeper as well. He's written a few books, but that one in particular. Well, thanks for joining us. We're stoked to be back together. And uh, I'm going to make sure that Melissa doesn't ditch me for too many episodes <laughs> anymore. Okay. Uh, one final takeaway <laughs> about, I like always leaving these with like a really actionable thing that you can think about. So think about, is there somewhere in your life where you are maybe holding back something that you want to do um, that would be meaningful to you or... Just a, even just a belief around yourself that's holding you back from the person that you want to be. Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in, in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com, forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing, we feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.